Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a brand new episode of the Face Turn Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. I'm Noah Trombley, joined by Allison Wiener, Mike the Punmaster Rifkin, and Jeff Knapp. Guys, how are we doing? Happy Memorial Day to everybody who's yes, celebrating. Yes, it is Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy the Monday off. And enjoy that Monday off by we have plenty of wrestling over the next couple of days. We've got not one, not two, not three, but there are four pay-per-view events between now, we're recording this on Friday, this 26th, and Sunday, uh, Impact Wrestling is going to be taking place tonight. We're not going to be doing predictions for that just because we have not been keeping up with Impact, but we will be doing the other three pay-per-view events, and we're just going to go ahead and get right into it because we've got a lot of predictions to get through. So, Allison, we're going to start off with WWE Night of Champions, which takes place tomorrow afternoon in Saudi Arabia. And we're going to start with, in a one-on-one match, Becky Lynch takes on Trish Stratus. Well, first off, I wish I could be home and watching it, but I got to work tomorrow. I feel like, again, the storyline is interesting. But something tells me this will end up being an ongoing. I'll be honest, if you have not seen the press conference today, you definitely have talked about how Becky Lynch got pissed off at Trish. I got a weird feeling, though, Trish could cheat her way. To winning against Becky. This is the best storyline on Raw going right now. This this story's been fantastic. Uh, what? The best Raw storyline going? Yes. Oh, uh, your better? dislike of Judgment Day is just terrible. What has Bri- Judgment Day done? I don't know. It sounded good. <laughs> but you don't make fun of mommy. That's all you do. You never make fun of mommy. <laughs> well, I won't make fun of mommy, but. We'll get to what she got for this pay-per-view, which, good lord, Mike, Lynch versus Stratus. I'm with Allison. I think Trish cheats her way to win, and this rivalry continues. Or if Becky wins, maybe she's in Money in the Bank, and Trish screws her over, and that's how they continue it. But I don't think this is a one-off. Jeff? Oh, yeah. I'm going to say Trish uh, myself, too. I see her coming out on top. Build her up all this to just have her at the end. Yeah, I think this they got to keep the storyline going. Keep Trish uh, on the winning ways with some cheating. Definitely. Yeah, I'm going Trish Stratus as well. I'm going to make it a four for four sweep. Uh, I think they want they need to reestablish Trish. Like we know how good she is, but you know when was the last time she won a match by herself? I think they got to reestablish that. Keep the feud going with Becky, which is the best storyline right now. Just. I love the whole Trish, like, I I haven't given you, like, I, I built this whole division and I'm not letting it slip away to, to you. It's like the old, like the old man on get off my lawn. Like I, I built this get off my lawn, but it's really, really good. Um, And just that, just really quick, that segment that Becky said, like, if you think barking like a dog was bad, wait till I'm through with you. It's like, oh, <laughs> no, welcome to the big like time, Trish, woof, woof. Oh, my God. No, no, at the press conference, Becky said Trish made her daughter cry. Good. I thought she made her daughter cry. <laughs> I, loved, I loved the whole mom vibe that they were giving, like, oh, wow, Becky's daughter can't understand her colors. It's like they're just throwing mom insults at each other. It was fantastic. All right. Let's get this one out of the way quickly. Uh, Rhea Ripley takes on Natalia. 
some reason for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Rhea. Yeah. Gotta go with the mommy. This is Rhea, right? Everyone's going Rhea. Oh, I, why do we have to keep doing this whole Natalia thing? Just Poor let Natalia. her go. It's let her go to retire. Yeah, I we're all going Rhea. That's the easiest one. One of the easiest ones of the entire show. Uh, why don't we go to the next easiest one? Gunther, for some reason, defends the IC Championship against Mustafa Ali, who just came out of nowhere. Um, again, let's get this over with. We're all going Gunther, right? If Gunther yeah. loses, we riot. Yeah. Yes. It should have been Riddle versus Gunther. See, that would have been do, a I do. Wrestle Talk, Pete Quinnell at Wrestle Talk did have an interesting theory. He thinks Mustafa Ali is going to get taken out. Riddle's going to take his place. Could see uh, happen. I don't think that's gonna happen because if it is that was, if it wasn't, in, if it was not in Saudi Arabia, I could see them pulling something like that. But there, unless they take him out and replace him with Mansoor. Oh jeez, no! no! Who gets no. the clean squash <laughs> win? I took a squash win over Gunther. Oh my god! Uh, but but, I okay, actually so, heard. I think so, from Wrestling Hub. I'm, I might this might be Mustafa's last happened. match because he has considered leaving WWE many Who times. Did? Let's see. Who's that? But anyway, we're all going Gunther to retain the IC Championship. This is not the man to take it from Gunther. All right. Up next, we've got Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Championship against Asuka. Now, I've heard a lot of people say that they think this one's obvious that Bianca Belair is just going to win. I'm not so positive. I believe Asuka has a shot here. I'm actually going to take Asuka to win the Raw Women's Championship. We've gotten the heel turn. This is the time to do it. I wonder if they want, because here's the thing. Bianca Belair just broke the record as the longest reigning women's champion in history. Or or the longest Raw Women's Championship in history. The longest reign of that. So what if they were, I wonder if they were just waiting for her to do that before they put the title on Asuka, which was dumb anyway, because you should have done that mania. I'm going to say Asuka wins the title here. Allison? You know, I definitely want to agree with you, but something tells me they're going to keep Bianca Belair going as champion, at least until the summer. Mm. So I'm going to say Bianca will still retain for somehow reason. Mike? Just because you said it, I'm now going to go the same as you because I, I, I'm i ready for a title change, so I'll go with Asuka. Okay. Jeff? I I love Asuka to death, but I don't think she's going to be winning tomorrow. I really think it's going to be Bianca Belair. But I, I think there will be that title change down the road, whether it's at SummerSlam or maybe the next pay-per-view here in the States. Okay. All right, so we've got two Oscars and two uh, Bianca's. So it's 50-50. What's that? It's 50-50. Yeah, it's very yep. 50-50. All right, we get into the tournament final to crown the inaugural World Heavyweight Champion as Seth freaking Rollins faces AJ Styles. Mike, does the draft get neutered immediately or does Seth act, Seth finally do it? Uh, Seth's doing it, but this should be an absolute classic. Oh, it's going to be a fantastic match. (laughs) Like 25 minutes, maybe even 30, 
but R Rollins, this belt was designed and made for Seth Rollins. He will be the inaugural world champion. Jeff? Yes, yeah, I 100% agree. I would love to see AJ. AJ is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Uh, but I would love to see, and I'd love to see him get it. But what's the point? Because you're going to, you just reformed the OC, and he's he would ha would he have to leave and come back, come over to Raw, and bring the entire OC with him? Now, if that happened, I would be 100 percent okay. Uh, being that I am just the Uber AJ Styles fan, but I I still think they're not going to do it, and they're going to put it on uh, on Seth Rollins. Allison, well, actually, this is going to be a fun fact. Seth Rollins has competed. This is his third inaugural championship match he competed in. Mm -hmm. He was the inaugural NXT champion. He lost the Universal Championship to Finn one. Balor. And now the question is, does he become the World Heavyweight Championship? You know, all I'm hearing is the music playing and everybody singing. And Meltzer hopefully gives this match a four and a half star, five star match. Vince wants to swerve us. I'm going AJ Styles. I think they're, I purely think they're going to do it just for the sake of a swerve, just to make us all believe they're going to put it on Rollins. I'm going to go AJ. I really do think they're just going to do it for the sake of it. The only way this works is if Roman and the bloodline screw Rollins. I was thinking the same thing. That's the and only way. Roman decides no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Mike. Mike, what are you talking about? That makes too much sense. When you're WWE, you got to make it the no, least amount of sense. Actually, it made more sense if Roman actually wins that title as well. Listen, listen. No, when you're saying things that I say make sense, you know the world is lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you not watched WWE for the last 15 years? Did anything make sense? Everything's not a blur. Really. Everything's a blur. All right. Jeff, up next, we have Cody Rhodes taking on Brock Lesnar in a rematch from Backlash. Uh, well, if they... I mean... Uh, I can't see Brock... Like, what would be the point of Brock losing a match where he nearly decapitates the arm of Cody Rhodes? <laughs> like, I really... Like, then you've given... No credibility at all to Brock as of now, because where has he been successful lately? Comes out, smashes, and then he comes up short at every turn. It, I, I love Cody, but I, how can you have him win with one arm, more or less, against Brock Lesnar? It would make no sense to me. I mean, I'm going Brock. All the way, I see Cody putting up one hell of a fight. This, which could lead to something else, where Triple H says, "You know what? I told you so, and I tried to get you out of this for your own good." Maybe he takes a step away from the ring for uh, maybe like maybe like two months to heal his arm, and then come back and take on Brock Lesnar again at maybe at SummerSlam or Survivor Series. Yeah, but we're gonna have to wait for Roman to lose the titles until next year's Mania. Like, I—that's just the oh, reality no. that's sinking in for me. It's oh, like, it's gonna be—I I see Roman losing way past that. Oh, jeez. Um, but I'm 100 with you, Jeff. I think this is Brock. I mean, it. 
I hate to say this, but if if you have Cody Rhodes with a broken arm, like WWE is saying that he has a broken arm, if he beats Brock Lesnar, we're in AEW level Cody. Like he's gonna, I think the fans are gonna turn on him because that's just unbelievable. That's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. If Brock Lesnar has a guy who's got, like you said, who's nearly decapitated his arm, he should easily manhandle Cody Rhodes. The fact is, Cody Rhodes, I think, will he put up a fight, but. 100% Brock Lesnar. If he if Cody wins, oh, I think there's going to be a lot of fans outraged at that prospect. So I'm going to go Brock Lesnar. Allison? I have to agree. I mean, I can't believe Cody's actually going to still fight. I mean, I do agree with you, Jeff, saying that Triple H is going to say, I told you so. I will be honest, this match is not going to last more than five minutes. Brock Lesnar will put the Kimura lock on Cody, and that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mike? Uh, how much is Brock getting paid if it's five minutes? $15 million. Yeah, this is Brock. The, the only way to make this way more entertaining is if he comes out on the damn tractor. <laughs> I think, Mike, I think you've got to let it. Tractor I can't Brock, let it go. Tractor Brock is still alive. But, but tractor, tractor Brock was a one-night special thing. That's what made it so special. It was a one-night thing. Right. Brock's when you're right. If Cody wins, his cr Brock's credibility goes down, and Cody reaches a level that we may not have seen since Super Cena. Right, exactly. Well, we don't want to see Super All right. And in, and in the main event, we've got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defending the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships against the Bloodline, consisting of Solo Sokoa and the undisputed Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. I am so conflicted with this because I can't see him. I can't see Roman losing. They could they could do it. They could do it. We said this with Cody. We said this with Sammy. They could do it. They could put the titles on Roman. I hope, I hope cooler heads prevail. I hope that I wonder if Saudi Arabia wants their Syrian guy now because, you know, the reason Sami Zayn's in Saudi Arabia now is because Syria and Saudi Arabia have recently made peace and they've opened up negotiations again of all this stuff. That's why he's back. I hope that they're, again, I hope cooler heads prevail. I'm going to officially lock in Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn retain via Uso's um, interference. But I'm not gonna be surprised they put the belts on Roman. I'm not gonna be surprised. Allison, who are you going with? I will be honest, if they do put the belts on Roman and solo, I don't I think Roman is gonna go for every other belt. Fans are gonna riot. And we probably will never see any of the belts again. But I think I'm gonna go with what you have said, Noah. The Usos will interfere in this match. I mean, this match will probably go on for like about 30 minutes. And this is the main event, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, well, it's got to be. Yeah. Unless they make this the opening match and then they do uh, Seth and AJ as the main event. I mean, if you want to make that title feel important, have it be the main event. You know, that's the way. And, I, and let me just say, with, with the Usos thing, I don't think it's going to be like they interfere and they just straight cause from the match. I think it's going to be they try to interfere on behalf of Roman and it backfires. And then, then we get the dissension later in the bloodline. Uh, yeah. Mike, Mike, how about you? It has to be Kevin and Sammy. It has to be. If it's not, 
a certain individual with a mustache will be living in fear because people are going to turn on him more so than anyone else. But no, this still has be rich. To... he'll still get away with things. Uh, listen, this has to be Kevin and Sammy. Otherwise, you may start seeing a fan rebellion if Roman wins another belt. Mm-hmm. Jeff, I, I, I'm going to go with Sammy and uh, Kevin on this one. Also, I'm still up in the air about the Usos getting involved. I'm sure they're going to have to, um, but I think it's going to be Solo getting pinned. Oh no way, Roman's getting pinned. Yes. Yeah, no. Oh no no no. Yeah, or something. Could, I mean, I doubt they could. They could have it where there's a countout or some type of disqualification where Solo takes a chair and Probably. causes. And that Even I think would Usos make a lot of sense. Where, where the Usos, the it's, they get in, you know, one of them gets involved, especially if it's Sequoia or Solo Sequoia get is the one that uses the chair when Roman is this close. Like, say he's going, he's got the pin on Sammy, for instance, like one, two, and as, and as, um, as say Kevin Owens comes in for the save, Solo hits him with a chair, disqualification. They retain the title, and he's like, "What are you doing? I had the win." And then that's when Solo when turns he, on. And Roman. you hit him with the chair, yeah, and he could turn, mm. you know, he could turn on him, of sorts. I mean, there's so many possibilities. I that would be something I might do if I had the pencil. Again, whenever we talk about Roman, it's like, he, yes, he keeps winning. But at the very least, if we have something to sink our teeth into after, then that's at least something. With, you know, uh, Drew McIntyre at um, Clash of the Castle. At least it was like, oh, Solo's debuted now. And Sammy's mm-hmm. still trying to get in. So at least we have that to look into. The reason we were all mad at WrestleMania was because we're like, where do we go now? Like, what? We couldn't see the foreshadowing um at least if you have this and you have like the full break of the of the bloodline i'm okay with this match because then it's like okay at least now we're getting somewhere hopefully all right so that wraps up the first of three pay-per-views that is night of champions let's move on to sunday now with nxt battleground mike we have gallus consisting of mark coffee and wolfgang defending the nxt tag team championships against the creed brothers the losers of this match should be called up to the main roster. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going in you. I'm going with the Creed brothers. One, big fan of Creed, underrated band. Mm-hmm. But two, <laughs> I think you can do a lot with Gallus on the main roster. Mm. And maybe they feud with the Brutes or they could do a number of other things. But push the Creeds now, make them the face of the NXT tag team division. It makes way too much sense. So I'm going to go with the Creed brothers. Jeff? I would go with the Creeds. The Creeds are probably one of my favorite tag teams between all three shows. They're the most legit looking. Outside of like, say, you know, like the Usos and um, and the Street Profits, they're the most legit looking team, like a cohesive team. Uh, them and you know the Viking Raiders, but I, they're they're one of my favorites. The only way I could see see them losing is somehow the numbers game. Mm. You know, there's three of the, uh, 
three with Gallus and just the two creeds, unless you know some somehow. Um, uh, I forget her name now. The the lady Ivy? with the black Ivy hair. Nile. Ivy Nile, Nile gets a uh, gets involved, but you know, I'm gonna go with the Creed brothers with a hope. <laughs> okay, Allison. You know, I have to disagree with both of you guys. Like, I feel like we never got to see Gallus with their full potential when they were the UK Tag Champions because of COVID. I think this is going to be their chance to prove why they are the NXT Tag Team Champions. I'm going to stick with Gallus retaining. I think Gallus was called up, weren't they? I think they were drafted. No, they weren't. No. Oh, they weren't? Oh, okay. I thought they were. It was um, pretty deadly that got called up. Okay, it was pretty deadly. John Morrison slow-mo. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make it a, I'm going to go with the Jeff and Mike here. I'm going to say the Creed brothers take the NXT tag team championships. I just think they are the best tag team in in that, in that division right now. And I think you got to push them as such. They can have great matches with just about anybody. All right, Jeff up next, we have Ilya Dragunov taking on Dijak, formerly Dominic Dijakovic in a last man standing match. Hmm. Well, I could see Dijak in his potentially rearranged finger um, winning this because there were rumors circulating around that maybe Dragunov gets called up to the main roster very soon to become the fourth member of Imperium. <laughs> but um, I love that. If, if you're not going to have um, Dijak win, I'm a huge fan of his uh, at least his abilities. Sometimes the character itself is a little bit desired, but his overall abilities, I'm a huge fan of. And what are you doing with him if if you're not going to have him get a big win like this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Allison? I honestly think this is probably going to be one of the most... Yeah, this is going to be one of the most underrated matches this year in general. 100% agree. Two mm-hmm. great superstars. And I hope this match goes on for at least 20 minutes. But I'm going to agree will. with Jeff. Dijak will win, and this will be Dragunov's last NXT match. Okay. Mike? Yeah, I think they're going to make Dijak look like a monster here. And Dragunov will show the heart and keep fighting and fighting. But at the end, Dijak will be the last man standing. Dragunov, like they said... If he if he's the fourth member of Imperium, let's let's roll. Yeah, let, let's go. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna agree with you guys. I'm gonna go Dijak here. I I think you want to make Dijak look ridiculously over, and I think you need to bring Dragonov up because I don't think he should be the fourth member of Imperium. It should be him and Walter at SummerSlam. The the old ghost comes back Whoa. to haunt Walter. Or Gunther, whatever it is. Uh, that would be amazing. And I mean, I don't, the only reason why I don't want it to be at SummerSlam is because I want Walter Gunther to break the honky tonk man's record for the Intercontinental Championship. Hopefully. We'll see if we get Shake there. Shake and roll my beating heart on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we have uh, Wesley defending the North American Championship in a triple threat match against Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy. I don't think any any three of these men are moving brands. I don't think any three of them are are particularly going anywhere right now. I'm going to say Wesley just retains then. I don't think there's any reason to mm-hmm. take the title off of him. 
to me, Tyler Bates, not it. Joe Gacy's not it right now. I'm just going to keep the title on Wesley. Uh, Allison. I'll see. I, it's a tough one as well, because all three of them are good superstars. And it's like, you put the title on one of them. What is it going to do for them? Like, I, if you put the titles on Joe Gacy, what is it going to do with the schism? Right. Especially with two of their, two of them wanting to be out of NXT. Mm-hmm. I might agree with you and go Wesley. Mike? I'm going to go Joe Gacy. You, You're going to you, go with the schism. I'm going to go with the schism because it puts them on the map for something. Mm. You know, you have to... Uh, unlike Noah's favorite group of all time, Retribution, you oh, need no. credibility. And what brings credibility than your leader winning a title? Nothing. And Andre Chase should have won a title for Chase U. Yeah. Listen, Nothing makes the, my blood boil than thinking about Retribution because that was the listen, dumbest thing ever listen, that they put on. I'm still. They need sick. to start combining Chase U and the Alpha Academy and blend it into one. <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so awesome! The Alpha I mean, Chase Academy. Chad Gable and Otis to NXT to fight Chase U. Oh, that'd be freaking great. Uh, Jeff, who walks away with the North American Championship? I go with Wesley. He is he is on a roll. Or he's definitely on a huge roll. Um, one of their strongest in-ring competitors going right now. One of the biggest fan favorites, I think, in all of NXT. Uh, Bate is amazing in the ring. Joe Gacy is my version of creative wrestler if I'm doing Kevin Owens. <laughs> and uh, I literally but, also thought, uh, yeah, gonna keep on I, Wesley, but I'm going with Wes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Allison, up next, we have Noam Dar defending the NXT Heritage Cup against Dragon Lee, the newcomer. So remind me again, what are the rules for the Heritage Cup? Thanks. So it's the it's a British rounds rules match. Uh, matches consist of six three-minute rounds with 20-second breaks. Matches are two out of three falls. Falls can be won by pinfall, submission, or countout. Once a fall occurs, the round ends. The match ends when, once a wrestler has won two falls. In the event of a disqualification or knockout, the match instantly ends without the need for two falls. And if all six rounds are completed, whoever is ahead on falls wins the match. And if there's a, a lot tie, of confusing BS. And if there's a tie, the champ retains, correct? I don't know. I'm going to guess so. I presume. But I think Dragon Lee will take the Heritage Cup. Okay, Mike? Yeah, you brought in Dragon Lee. You got to do something here. And Noam Dark can go back to trying to steal Alicia Fox from Cedric Alexander. <laughs> Jeff, I'm going to go with uh, Dragon Lee. They built this up to where this is very important to Noam Dar, and uh, I think it could be great for a few, you know, to continue this feud after he loses the cup. And now he goes nuts. He's got to get it back. Now maybe it's a bit of a trial and tribulation to get it back, and something else down the road. Like mm-hmm. SummerSlam Survivor Series era or time period for you know like their version of it, right? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna agree with everybody. I'm gonna go Dragon Lee as well. You, 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 this is the first time in a while that NXT has had a signing where it was like this guy is we're hyping him up. We this is a big signing for NXT to bring Dragon Lee in. 
yeah, you gotta you gotta strike while the iron's hot. Give him the Heritage Cup uh, and have him beat Noem Dar. All right, Mike Laura Valkyria takes on Tiffany Stratton for in the finals of the vacant NXT Women's Championship tournament. This was held obviously due to Indy Hartwell's injury. Who becomes the new NXT Women's Champion? Tiffany Stratton. Make her the face of the NXT Women's Division. <laughs> And let's roll. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm completely in agreement with you. I'm going Tiffany Stratton. They've been pushing her. No offense to Cameron Grimes, but they've been pushing her to the moon. They have like that. They've done this whole character change. She's now more serious. She's now better in the ring and all that stuff. Yeah, the hundred percent. They're going with Tiffany Stratton. Jeff. Honestly, they've done with her what they did with Mandy Rose. They really have. They've mm. more. They've just cranked up the seriousness, like. Mm-hmm. Kind of filter on her, uh, Jeff. Uh, I, I think it's definitely going to be Tiffany Stratton. I, Lyra, like, for who me, it's are like, you? Yeah, who is who? Who are you? Uh, they had that chant whenever they're wrestling in England. They'll do that. Who are you? Who are you? Who am mm-hmm. I? I get that with her. Like, I, I guess she was big in NXT UK, which I really didn't watch. Um, yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, she wasn't. Unfortunately, I wish I could have watched it. I just never got the chance. And she was big there, but she hasn't gotten over yet. I really am not a fan of anybody just coming into any promotion. I don't, unless you're like an uber superstar uh, and getting some type of title opportunity like this quickly. Unless you're it's like, like let her grind it. Yeah. So, yeah. Like it has, all my money came like, back. Like when Daniel Bryan went over, <laughs> Brian Danson went over to AEW. I was fine with him getting into that mix really soon. Um, and even with like Mandy Rose, and she got into the mix very soon. But at least she was an established superstar there uh, when she already came over. Tiffany has at least been grinding. She's, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of hers. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I just am not a huge fan. I, I respect her athleticism, and she is getting better which i am i like seeing that but yeah i wish it could have been somebody else to be honest with you um i'm i'm really surprised to go off that jeff i really thought it was gonna be cora jade i thought this was all meant for cora jade oh when she lost clean like that i was like really like yeah i did not see that coming i was like okay uh all right hold on hold on i'm gonna say this Lyra gets injured storyline before she comes out. Mm, maybe. I don't know. All right, maybe. I but... would have thought it would be Roxanne versus Cora. I thought it would be Roxanne versus Cora, too. We all know Tiffany's probably going to end up winning, which is why I think Cora will come out. Well, are you going that official prediction, or are you going Tiffany Stratton? Oh, Tiffany, Cora's going to come out and face Tiffany Stratton for the finals. Lyra gets injured. Somebody attacks her. Okay. Well, Tiffany will win, though, regardless. Even if Cora Jade comes out. Oh, all right. So I think Lyra will attack Cora. We're all going Tiffany Stratton, just in different ways. All right, and Jeff, your main event is Carmelo Hayes in a rematch take defending the NXT Championship against Braun Breaker. Does Breaker win the title back? This, when I was, when I 
was looking at it earlier. This one gave me one of the hardest. When I was looking at all four pay-per-views, this was one of the hardest matches for me to guess. Really? I'm so yeah, wow. really. Uh, I I was go. I was thinking, okay, you could have either one win for certain reasons. I did end with uh, with Carmella Hayes retaining the championship. He just more or less won it. He's one of your biggest stars. If Braun gets the title back, he's only going to maybe have it for a little while longer before either a call-up or they're going to put it back on Camaro Hayes for whatever reason. I, you know, I would like, if he eventually gets it back from Camaro Hayes, I think now is just for me a little bit too soon. I, I, I think they're going to try and keep the championships, uh, most of their champions, as long as, they possibly can instead of going back to the old days where it was like, oh, this champion was a champion for two months, and now we got a new champion, and now we got a new champion, yeah. another month later. So you're going with so Carmelo? I, yeah, I think they're going to go with Carmelo Hayes. Because yeah, I think just... Trick Williams is going to get involved in some type of way because he right. got disrespected by Braun. So I think it's that's what's going to happen. I think this is the easiest prediction. There's no like you can't take the title off Carmelo Hayes, especially yeah. not the Braun Breaker. I, I can't. I think this is the easiest one. I think Braun Breaker's getting called up. I'm keeping the title on Carmelo Hayes. I think, it's, like I said, I think it's the easiest one of the entire weekend. Uh, Allison, I gotta agree with you on this. I mean, you're probably gonna get another good match right there, but in the end, Carmelo retains. Mike, you're gonna make it four for four. Yeah, he he has to retain, and then. Move Braun up. All right. So we all went for Carmelo Hayes. So that does it now for NXT Battleground. We now move on to the end of the weekend. AEW Double or Nothing from Las Vegas, Nevada. We start off. Oh, they've recently added this match. We're going to start off with the House of Black. That being Malachi, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. Taking on the Acclaimed and... Daddy ass Billy Gunn for the <laughs> AEW World Trio Championships. I love the acclaimed. I love Daddy ass, but my God, you guys are about to get murdered. The House of Black, one hundred percent squash match. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's literally any any chance that the acclaimed and Daddy ass win this. Allison, I gotta agree, but I can't wait to hear the rap. I can't wait to hear what they say. It's a duly hard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Mike. It has to be the House of Black. The House always wins. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for the acclaimed in this spot. Yeah, because they are the most—they were the most over thing in this company, and they have cooled off rapidly. And well, they've been relegated to yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's on Tony Khan. And and, and I, the gun clubs for that too. And and, he, and I don't know about you, Mike, and uh, you guys. The daddy ass thing is worn out. It's welcome. Mm. I think you gotta split them up. Get Daddy Ass out of there. I, I think it's worn out for me, at least. You're not wrong because it's the same thing I feel with a Jeff Jarrett and even Christian to a certain extent. It's okay, these guys wrestled back in the day. It's cool, but the nostalgia's worn off. Mm -hmm. All right, Jeff. Um, I'm going to go with the House of Black. I love Aleister Black, the music, the vibe, the whole thing. I do think when you got when you guys were mentioning um you know the whole thing with Billy Gunn, I think he could be the one that takes the loss. 
Oh, hundred percent. Oh, he apologizes. He, you know, I, I don't know what in the world they would be thinking if they pinned either one or two of Platinum Max, who's a national treasure in my opinion, and uh, Anthony Bowens. Uh, so it's got to be Daddy Ass taking the pin here. Oh, you know, over whoever it doesn't really matter. I think um, Brody King would be is the most overpowering of all six men. So I think. You know, you can't say, oh, well, that seemed a little odd that he would be given the pin. But mm-hmm. I think it would be Brody King over Daddy Ass. Um, and then maybe that's – he says, you know, guys, this whole trios thing isn't working out. He could still be in the mix with them. Well, let me just be your manager type of thing. He's going to uh, He's going to break the scissoring. You got you to gotta break it. You got to break yeah, or it. Or no more scissoring. Yeah. Yeah, the scissors broken. So – <laughs> all right so but those all t-shirts are blood. selling like hotcakes you do see a lot of those scissor me daddy ass t-shirts. they are so maybe you just so keep it going maybe that's why he'll be sticking around and maybe they start or he'll throw those, a rock uh, at the scissors yeah. you yeah. know what i mean all right allison up next we have <laughs> we have ethan page and the guns taking on the hardys that being jeff hardy and of course matt hardy and hook the six man tag match. I think, Yon, Hardy- this is one of the matches that should not be on Double or Nothing. This, match should, this is a pre show match. Yeah, this is a pre show <laughs> match, and Jeff Hardy should have never come back because, my God, can he face can he face punishment for once in his life? <laughs> Apparently not. Okay, okay. My question is: Are we getting drunk, Jeff Hardy, before the match? I, I hate to say but, it, but I'm not gonna be surprised if he gets if his match gets canceled because there's something stupid because he's not getting reprimanded. I know. Uh, know. Who are you going with, Allison? So I don't I'm go into so a it's Vegas. Whatever with... happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, but I'm still going with the guy named Hook because he is Hook. Okay, Mike. There's a lot of other people who call themselves Hook in Vegas. <laughs> They just dance. Mike, <laughs> Mike, PG, my friend. Sorry, had to. Uh, it, it's going to be the Hardys. They're not going to make the Hardys lose with Hook. Jeff? It's going to be a twist of fate, a swanton, and then the Katahajime or Red Rum, whatever he calls it, for the win over... I would say it has to be one of the guns. Yeah. I, I can't give up on Ethan Page yet. Just yet. Ethan Page is so but good, but they've done and nothing. Yeah, he, he... I, I can't wait for this brand this brand split that they're they're talking about. They have it's it's not gonna but, but wait, it's not gonna favor anybody else. It's only favoring people who want to work with punk. That's all it is. Because that's all yeah. this whole thing is, is just hey. People want to work with punk over there, and people don't want to work with punk over here. It's like, oh, it's a toxic relationship. Let's put it in those words. Yeah. Uh, so we're they all going. counseling. Uh, Call <laughs> Doctor Shelby. Especially Jeff. And they got to get something with Hook. I mean, yeah, my God, give him something. Up, like, stop with these ham, uh, ham and eggers, and these jabronis, and all those other turns. It's like, give him some real competition. Maybe yeah, have a bulk like, up let a him actually bit, have but... a like competitive match. And let's him... say this Hardy match does not work. Let it just be Ethan Page versus Hook for the FTW Championship. They already did that, that though. Did or that or you did the program it. between Matt Hardy and Ethan Page. Why? Why isn't it not just a one-on-one match? Yeah. I Give don't know. 
I'm going with the Hardys and Hook too. Hopefully this ends everything and we just move the heck on. Okay. Um, up next, uh, we're gonna have uh, or Mike, go ahead and first on this one. We're gonna have um, Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match. But for some reason, Sabu was special guest enforcer because ECW will never die. Dude, if you didn't freak out when you saw Sabu, like something wrong with it. Um, has to be Adam Cole. Sorry to the old show. But Adam Cole came back from the concussion. It's time to elevate Adam Cole, baby. Ah. And listen, don't be surprised because of the whole JAS. We know Roderick Strong's in the corner of Adam Cole. What if Kyle O'Reilly comes back? What if somehow Bobby Fish comes back? They're coming back. Right. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mike. I want to believe you, but we've really want to believe me too. What if we learned from every single Chris Jericho AEW feud? It's all backwards because he wins the first match as the heel, and then he gets, and then for some reason, there's two rematches (laughs) where the face wins. So that that logic would make me think that Jericho wins here, but I am going to go against that. I'm going to go with you and say Adam Cole because. We got to put Adam Cole back into the title picture because mm-hmm. Adam Cole versus MJF at All Out. Yes, please. All in. Or all in, all wow, out. Wow, we're all in in the UK. More, pe- more people would be all out for that match. Jeez. <laughs> Either all out or all in, whichever. Well, that's going to be interesting because you have two pay per views within two weeks of each other. That's going to be weird. Um, Are right. doing all out? So I, yeah, they're doing all out like two weeks after all in. <laughs> Yeah, it's all in. It's all in in like late August, and then all out in like early September. Unless they move all out to late September for that reason, or they or it's treated as two different show, like treated as like one's one... the collision show and the other one. Oh shit! All no, right. um, no shows. Okay, me and Mike are both going Adam Cole. Uh, Jeff, how about you? I'm going Adam Cole. Also, what's the point of bringing in Sabu? If it's not to help him in some type of way, because you know the rest of the JS is going to come in. Sabu's going to get in. It's the unsanctioned match. The chair is going to go. He's going to go run, hit the chair, jump onto the third rope, and take out everybody. Uh, take out the rest of the JS. I hope that hat stays on his head (laughs) (laughs) as he hits the ground. Uh, But. that, that like what would be, you know, now Jericho has an out for the next for the next big show. He's like, oh well, you know, you, you couldn't have beat me if Sabu wasn't there. Whoa. You know, he's just the craziest man. Now he has a reason to say, listen, yeah, you beat me technically, but you had Sabu. You know, this could lead to blood and guts as well. Jas versus Sabu and the undisputed elite. Uh, something else for blood and guts. Something else for blood and guts. Well, that's another one. I'm, I'm going to still go with Adam Cole, baby. And of all the uh, the the medical issues that Sabu's had over the last few years, it's really nice to see him up and walking and mm-hmm. getting down to for the sure. ring and, you know. So, all right. Like uh, Alice, are you making it four for four on Adam Cole, baby? It's Adam Cole, baby, because you know it's all about that. Boom. Mm-hmm. All right. Jeff, up next, we have Jamie Hayter defending the AEW Women's Championship against Tony Storm of the Outcasts. 
I I'm gonna go. Ooh. I could. There's a possibility you could see Tony Storm win this and then have uh have a re, uh re, you know get the title back in England in her home country. That's the only thing that's made me pause on this. I I'm gonna be in the opposite. Is do you have Jamie Hayter retain, but Jamie Hayter faces Soraya in the UK as well? I think they're gonna have to use Soraya in the UK because that crowd would go nuts for her. Yeah. So, uh, what's your official prediction, Jeff? I'm going with Jamie. Uh, I, I am gonna. I will go with Jamie Hater though in the long run. But I, okay. I do see. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll go with Jamie Hater though. Okay. Allison, I'm also going with Jamie Hater, but I am worried because they claim she is injured. We don't know if it's storyline or not. Mm-hmm. The only way to find out is by watching Sunday. Right, but you're gonna go with Jamie Hater officially Jamie- if she wrestles. If she is continuing to wrestle, which I think she will, she's going to retain. Okay. Mike? Jamie Hayter. Sheeta and Britt Baker will contain Soraya and Ruby So on the outside. So Hayter wins. I'm going to go Jamie Hayter retains as well. Um, I think to have Jamie Hayter go into London in Wembley as a defending champion, I think that's just too good to pass up. Uh, all right. Up next, we have Jade Cargill defending the TBS championship against Taya Valkyrie. Yeah. I I think this is it. This is the think about it. This is the only person. This is the only woman who's ever gotten a second chance at Jade Cargill's TBS championship. Jade Cargill's gotten stale. She's past the point of even Bianca Belair at this point. You have to do something different with her. Let's do it. Taya Valkyrie wins the TBS championship. I think this is officially the time to pull the trigger, have Jade Cargill lose, and either put her up in the in the but see, that's the other thing though, is that once Jade loses, I have no clue what you do with her. Because she she's not in the world title picture right now. And what she's and she's not, let's face it, she's not the best wrestler right now. She's a fantastic character and a fantastic promo, but she's just not the best wrestler at this point. So to do random feuds. I don't know. That actually gives me pause now. Do I go Jake? Okay, I'm sorry. I've talked myself out of it. I'm going Jake Cargill now. I, I've actually talked myself out of it in real time. I'm going to say Jake Cargill just retains. Allison? Can I have to agree with you on this? I mean, as much as I want Taya to win, what do you do with Jake Cargill if she loses? Jake Cargill's almost become just a TBS championship, and that's it. Like, there's nothing other, like, defining of her character. So... So you're going with Jade? Unfortunately, I am. All right, Mike. Yeah, I'm going Jade too for the same reason. You you got nothing to do with her if she loses, unless you're writing her off screen for a while. Mm-hmm. But and she's not going to say training or whatever, but off screen. I'm not saying even rebrand. Just get her off for a couple of months, and then a shocking return. If you're going to do something like that, I'm okay. And I'm with you. She's getting as stale as Bianca, but she's going to win. Mm-hmm. Jeff? I'm I'm going to say it's uh, – I'm going to go with Taya Valkyrie. I'll win this okay. one. I, th- I think it's – I think it's really about time they put the belt on somebody new, um, you know, because they are hyping up, you know, her – undefeated streak and 
the fact that they both have the same finishers. I think there's something to that. I think you might see them both hit the same, hit their finishers on each other and maybe kick out and then go for a second. They're going to do something, but I, you know, she hasn't really faced real, the upper echelon of their competition. That would be the only reason I, if they were to keep the title on her, is to say, okay, you got past Taya Valkyrie. Who else is going to come in and challenge for that title? Because most of the other ones are, you know, either already with, lost. you know involved in somebody else. I would, I would love to see it where, um, where Doctor Brett Baker comes in if, if she happens to retain. I'm the best. Blah 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 blah. I, I beat somebody who claims to have my finisher. Okay, mm-hmm. here comes Doctor Britt Baker. You want some real? She could be complaining on the next on the next uh, on the next show on next Dynamite. Well, where's my real competition? You give me this one-off Canadian whatever floozy whatever. Here comes Britt Baker, the pillar, the female pillar of AEW. And, you know, to go off your point there, Jeff, if you're if the other war games or not war games, uh, if if the other blood and guts match is going to be the first ever women's one and you want to do the outcast versus, you know, hater, rebel, baker and whoever, that would be a way to get Jay Cargill to side with the outcasts. Hmm. Just to stick it to Baker. So maybe. All right. Uh, Allison, up next, we have Wardlow defending the TNT Championship in a ladder match against Christian Cage. Sorry about <laughs> I that. I muted there for a second. <laughs> I don't know why Christian Cage is in this feud whatsoever. I mean, you should, if it was Luchasaurus, I mean, you know the story, but it's kind of predictable. It's Wardlow. Mike? If Christian Cage wins, we riot. It has to be <laughs> you, you, you have to start thinking about the future of your company if you're Tony Khan. You can't be relying on guys like Jeff Jarrett, Christian Cage, etc., etc., etc. You have to use the fresh blood you've got and see if you can elevate some of these guys. And it starts with Wardlow at the top. Jeff, yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going with Wardlow uh, with this. I, I think you're going to see Luchasaurus get heavily involved, and maybe that builds up an actual fun feud between uh, Luchasaurus and Wardlow. But they need to do something with Wardlow because you know they put the title on him, but it's like, okay, he's the champion. Yeah, I'm not getting like, like the like the original. Uh, fun that came with Wardlow when he was with MJF and going starting to turn on MJF I that was that was a golden moment and I think they wasted it there they're gonna have to try and get something back and I think they could start maybe with this got the the enforcer in his corner built to something with Luchasaurus after this I think this is super predictable and it's Christian Cage wins they, I think, honestly, they've given up on Wardlow. I really think they've given up on Wardlow. I know he's the TNT champion. I think they've given up on him. I, like you said, Jeff, I think they've wasted the opportunity that they had at the middle part of last year, the same time last year when he crushed MJF. Um, 
Yeah, I, I I really just think they've wasted the opportunity. I think they're just going to put the title on Christian Cage because at least there's something there. Um, I think it would be fun if you had, like, Christian Cage as a champion and he's like, oh, well, let's see if you can beat me. But, oh, no, you you have to be – you can't beat – you can't go for me yet. You have to be Luchasaurus. And then Luchasaurus does that and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that's where we're going. I think they've given up on Warlow. I'm going to go Christian Cage wins the title. All right. Up next, we have the Blackjack Battle Royal. It's a 21-man battle royal for the AEW International Championship. Uh, the participants are Orange Cassidy, Ricky Starks, The Butcher, The Blade, Bandito, Comender, Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, Aria Davari, Tony Nese, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, Kip Sabian, Ray Phoenix, Pentel Zero Miedo, Swerve Strickland, Brian Cage, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes. I think this is to make Cassie look good. Like that he's gonna he's been on such a roll lately lately with this title. You can't have him lose it in a battle royal. That'd be such a downer for this title and for Cassie himself. I'm gonna say Cassie retains. Mike. I'm kind of getting sick of Orange Cassidy, so I think this is time he loses the belt. How are you gonna be sick of Orange Cassidy, man? The guy's been putting on banger after banger. No, 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 no. I just mean the, the title. Punches. Listen, I, I mean no disrespect. It's the greatest gimmick of all time. But I, Noah's not gonna like what I'm about to say. <laughs> They're gonna put the international title on Switchblade Jay White. <laughs> Why wouldn't I like funny. that? I ha- I have because that it's a that meaningless you- title. No, I don't think it's a meaningless title. No. Orange made it a worthwhile title. Just like our truth in the 24-7. I'm going Switchblade. You know, Switchblade you, Jay White. You gotta do something here with Switchblade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeff? Oh, I for I never thought about that with Switchblade. But I I don't think he's going to be the winner just for the fact that you got him and uh Lockhart, Juice Robinson in the match, along with Ricky Stocks. And I think they're going to probably end up costing each other a, uh, the championship during that match one way or another. I'm going to go with the man that's from wherever that weighs whatever. Orange Cassidy. To I'll be honest, Orange Cassidy made that title watchable. Mm-hmm. Because he always has been defending that title every Wednesday night on Dynamite. Yes. And it's like probably one of my favorite parts of Dynamite is seeing my pick with the draft. Their, that's their Intercontinental Championship. That's the workhorse championship right there. You know, you know, well, you know what this reminds me of actually, Jeff. It this reminds me of the Cena Open Challenge. Yes. Just go out there and have a banger match every week for the title with a different guy every week. Just go out there. It's like yes. I want Orange Cassidy to keep going with this. But then again, we're thinking about like Jade Parkle. She's becoming stale. I mean, I don't think Orange Cassidy will become stale. I'm just wondering how long is Orange Cassidy held that title? I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to hold the title forever. I just don't think. No, he's, he's not holding don't... this title forever, but he's currently holding it for about. Uh, but don't have him losing a battle. Bro. That's such a it. weird way to oh. lose it. But it could set him up for something else. About... Mm. Including his reign as the All-Atlantic Championship. He has been holding this title for about 226 days. That's not that long. I can see Orange Cassidy retaining. I'm going to stick with that. But a close second will be Jay White. 
Okay. Do you think Jay White will be the last one to be eliminated, setting up that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It has to be. I think that'll be also, what what ends up happening. Could there be a worse nickname than Rock Hard? Like, we get it, dude. You, you're a wannabe rock star, or you got great abs. Rock Hard is a terrible nickname. All right, someone could have that actually as a wrestling name. It sounds All like right. she be in the porn industry, but that's a whole nother conversation. Well, moving on, <laughs> Jeff. We yeah. have MTR defending the AEW World Tag Team Championships against Team TNA, that being Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. <laughs> we need Jeff Jarrett. Uh, with Mark Briscoe as the ref. With Mark Briscoe uh, as the referee. As the Macho Man would have said, I'm going to freak out, freak out, freak out if FTR loses the championship so soon. Ooh. I am going, I love FTR. They're one of my all-time favorite modern tag teams ever if that makes sense anyway uh yeah it has to it has to be because so at the end of last week when uh mark briscoe more or less said to uh to jay lethal i'm with you you're my you're my guy but this has kind of gone a little bit too far maybe he more or less teaches him a lesson mm either teaches him a lesson or maybe he's a little quick on the three count setting up maybe some type of feud between lethal and, and, um, and Briscoe soon, but I, it's gotta be FTR for, for the win. I mean, maybe you can at least have Jet Jarrett. I think it'll be Jeff taking the pin on this one, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, you're on FTR, Mike. FTR has to be. And then awesome. Lee, if they go Jeff's route and Lethal and Briscoe have a great Ring of Honor feud, awesome. But it has to be FTR. Mm. Allison? I mean, I def- if you have not seen the segment last week with FTR and Mark Briscoe, go watch it. That really was... It's probably one of my favorite segments so far. But I feel like even though all Mark Briscoe wanted for Dax Harwood to do was just shake his hand. Mm-hmm. For respect, you're going FTR though. I'm still going FTR. I think. Yeah. I think in the end, Dax Hartwood does give Mark Briscoe a handshake. Right. I I think this is FTR 100. percent If you put the titles on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, we're gonna have problems. TNA, come on. We don't some... need Jeff Jarrett. We don't need J E double F J A double R E double T to win a title anymore. Yeah, we don't need that anymore. All right. Global Force Wrestling Wrestling Legend. Yeah. yeah. Uh up next it is anarchy in the uh, arena as the super elite, that being Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Handman Adam Page take on the Blackpool Combat Club, that being Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta. This match is going to kick all the ass. I am <laughs> going, but I'm going the elite. Uh I, mm. I don't think. Uh, I, I think the Blackpool Combat Club, I think what they're going to do is it's going to be the, the elite win. They think they're done with the Combat Club, but then the Combat Club's going to come back and say, no, you're not done with us. Blood and guts, let's go. I'm going to say the elite win Anarchy in the Arena. Mike? I'm going to go to the Blackpool Combat Club. I I think everyone expects the elite to win this. But this would establish 
Blackpool Combat Club is the stable in pro wrestling. And don't forget a couple of weeks ago, Don Callis. That could play a role here. So to cash the two. So I'm going to go the Blackpool Combat Club. Allison? You know, as Justin Roberts said last year with the Anarchy in the Arena, shit's about to get real. However, however, like the other Anarchy in the Arena, you had the heels, the Jericho Appreciation Society win. I would love to see the Elite win this, but you got to go with the heels winning this. It's Anarchy. You got to go BCC. Okay. Jeff? I was teetering on this, and I think I think I'm going to go with the Blackpool Combat Club. And now I'm thinking about it when you mentioned before uh, Don Callis. I think that's definitely going to play a role. Uh, And plus, there's so many people online that are more or less complaining, and I hate talking about the internet wrestling community at times, but sometimes they sort of make a point where they were talking about, okay, so you have the EVPs of the company more or less putting themselves over. It was kind of like when Kevin Nash was the booker for WCW and he was the one that caused Goldberg to lose the title, you know, where it's a little, I mean, I don't think they're on that level, but I think, uh, and I love Kevin Nash, but I just think this would be a wise move for them. They just, they just reformed. And you had the Blackpool Combat Club is really a, a unified machine that's been added together for a little while now. And even though the elite have been together for a while, but they've had that time off and this might show and with Don Cows getting involved. So I'm going to go to the Blackpool Combat Club. All right. So I'm the only one who went with the elite on this one. So up next, it is the main event. It is the Four Pillars Fatal 4-Way match as MJF defends the AEW World Championship against Darby Allin, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and Sammy Guevara. I don't think this is... I don't think they're taking the title off MJF yet. This, they this can't. Is just, this is just a way to get him a huge win over the Four Pillars and show he's the best one. It's weird that they've like decided to just kind of blow it all in one match. I would have thought that they could have done like this probably spaced out like i would have thought you could okay you could have done like jungle boy jack perry here one-on-one then you do like sammy Guevara at like fighter fest or fight for the fallen then you do darby allen at all in then you do four way at all wow that's what i was thinking but i guess they're just gonna do it all now um so i'm gonna say mjf retains though allison agreeing with you i mean you know if you were smart you would keep those titles on MJF for as long as possible. Probably until the end of 2023, if you can. I, I, I still say it to this day. MJF is going to be the champion going into 2024. And he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. He's going to be in the Royal Rumble. I'm t- calling it now because why else? Because there, there's a rumor that he's already signed a new contract with AEW. Why haven't they announced that yet if he's already done it? He's going to be in the Royal Rumble. I'm 100% saying that. Mm. But Mike... Fatal four-way match, who wins? It has to be MJF. Jungle Boy's not ready for a world title, and I don't think Sammy is either. So the only other option for me would be Darby, and I need the the Sting-Darby thing to come through at some point. 
but leave it on MJF. There's no reason to take it off of MJF. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike, on that. Like the only one that I could argue for that you could put the title on is Darby. That's the only one. And then you're just gonna hear uh cult of personality, and that's how they're gonna end the show. No, no, no. That's how they're ending it, just for you. Bad Mike Rope again. Can't wait until this blows up in AEW's face. But Jeff, Fatal Four Match. That's why they call it Dynamite. (laughs) Who wins the world title, Jeff? I have to uh, stick with the current champion, MJF. I don't see the point in taking it off of him right now. Um, Jack Perry... I'm a huge fan of all all four of these men. But you got the hot hand with MJF. Stick with it. Roll with it. Absolutely. All right. So that's going to do it for AEW Double or Nothing. So that concludes our massive predictions episode for this incredible weekend of wrestling. Uh, But for Allison Wiener, Mike the Punmaster Rifkin, and Jeff Knapp, I'm Noah Trombley. Thank you guys so much for listening. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. And enjoy this huge weekend of wrestling, and we'll catch you guys next time.